Welcome into No Punt Intended presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. Week three, come and gone. Week four is now upon us almost a quarter of the way through the NFL season and a quarter of the way through the fantasy football season. Some big injuries uh, that popped up last week and some guys still working through the concussion protocol. Hamstrings have taken a toll this season. I know it was kind of a running joke earlier on in the year, but it is legitimately that seems to be the new ACL for these guys, all of them popping up on the IR with hamstring injuries. A fun week ahead, some really good matchups and some not so great ones for some guys. We are going to dive into all of it right now. Welcome into No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo, as always. Joshua and Ryan. Gentlemen, how are we? Boys. Pretty good. Uh, I went a fat offer in week three. So that was that was fun. Six leagues. Didn't didn't win a single one. Uh ran into uh yeah, so I, I was week three I was so weird though. The amount of text messages I got from people in different aspects of my life who all know that like football is what I do that just said, what a weird week. <laughs> it was a very weird week. Yeah. I, uh, I heavily incentivized defenses in my league. So the bills defense scored 53 points against me and only lost by six. So that was a real kick in the nuts right there. You know, could have just been one or two interceptions. Buffalo didn't have to do four and then return one for a touchdown. That was just rude. Uh, and your weird defensive scoring was Denver last because in the baseline scoring that fantasy data uses, Jacksonville was actually a worse defense than Denver last week, which is incredible. I honestly don't know, but I okay. know that <laughs> in two leagues that I started Denver's D or one league, I think uh, our dynasty league, cause I don't care. I want to lose. Uh, Denver had one point. Yeah. That's And so Jacksonville oh. was negative four by, um, by yeah. fantasy data scoring because they re- registered zero statistics in the game. So. Yep. Jacksonville was negative four. They were terrible. I started them in a league. Uh, I picked up the Texans defense this week. So this is, I don't I, hate them. I, I don't hate them either, especially with the matchup, but uh, some news and notes, Anthony Richardson back at practice, but still in concussion protocol along with another player, I believe from that team. Am I wrong? I thought I saw Richardson and another person. I could be wrong. I mean, it's, Probably nobody of note. Yeah, but, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams, uh, see you later. Thanks for playing. Uh, you gave us you gave us two good weeks out of the three you played. And one of the one of the touchdowns you caught came from a receiver. So that just feels Charger-esque, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't that just feel like super Chargers? Yeah, right? it's perfect. That, that's my news and notes for this week. The Chargers almost chargered harder than the Vikings Viking, but the Vikings Vikinged harder than the Chargers chartered. I just want to point out that Joe sent this to me in a text message when I was bitching about this game, not scoring the amount of points I wanted it to. So. And it makes perfect sense. They they said it. I think they said it on, on SportsCenter this morning or what I was watching it. Maybe it was Tuesday morning. They were recapping the NFL. They had said the Vikings out chargered the Chargers. I was like, yes. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. Brandon Staley deserves to be fired. Uh, Deshaun Watson did not throw at practice today. They were strictly practicing laterals. So he didn't throw a forward pass today. 
Um, I, they had him throwing in the other direction. I found it concerning that it said they were resting his shoulder. I'm like, this is a, what, 28-year-old dude who is not throwing that many passes? Like, that's a weird one to me, very. I don't know. I still love the throw that he had that was a backwards pass. And everyone's like, but they scored on the drive. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, shut up. It's funny. Oh, that was great. Well, that's really it, folks. I mean, every everything else is pretty much status quo. There's no... I mean, the biggest injury was Mike Williams. There's they no, did like, announce that Aaron Jones and Christian Watson both dealing with injuries heading into Thursday night's game against yeah. the Lions. Both are expected to play. I say, and they listed Montgomery as questionable. I still don't think he plays no this week, but I think he's back next week. Uh, I believe like half of Green Bay's offensive line is out though. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they did rule out uh, Bakhtiari and Elgin Jenkins, I believe, yeah. as well. So it's yeah, so two fifths down. Yeah. So I have Jordan Love, Gardner Minshew, and Anthony Richardson. Obviously, the reason I have Gardner Minshew is because I have Anthony. I saw Richardson a stat there. with so. uh, Jordan Love where they were saying that thirty-one percent of his passes have been off-target throws. Nice. Like, not ideal that <laughs> and he's nice been well this like he's done well this year i'm just like how what okay i do want to point out joe saying nice that also means 69 percent of his passes were on target throws before ryan was a stay-at-home fantasy football dad <laughs> he worked in banking so he can do numbers quickly <laughs> there you go I was like, damn, that's pretty quick math, Ryan. I'm good, maths at, with the best I'm good at adding stuff, but the subtracting those numbers, I don't know why. It just <laughs> fucks with my head. I could add shit. I can do tips like immediately, like cut shit in half. Subtraction might as well be Spanish. I don't <laughs> that that big. So great job. That was great. Quick math on the show is is impressive. All right. Upsides. Uh actually, I want to issue a formal apology. I don't fucking know what's happening with me. Okay. I clearly don't understand anything. Some of my ones on the downside last week, they were, they were aggressive. One of them was just straight fun. I but... am. I'm buying in. I'm trying to have fun with this. I know yeah. I'm going to go over most weeks, but when you're right, man, it feels so much better. And the thing is, even when we're Dude, being, you hit confused. on your two touchdown special last week. You, you deserve all that fucking victory. Hold on. Lap. Hold on. No, but that's the thing. He's literally hit on it every single week. He's just finally got the right player this time. <laughs> so but I, that uh, hold on. No. Hold on, hold on. I want to preface our hot takes because I do want to just say one thing. While they are hot takes, they're fun. There's a story behind them that makes sense for fantasy football. So while yeah. it we sound like we're being assholes, we're not just being assholes. <laughs> I'm being an asshole. All right, but, now Joe, be an asshole to me. All right, great. Uh Ryan, you have Pukanakua after a down week back inside the top 10 against Indianapolis. I believe he is not even listed on the injury report this week, right. so that's big time. Uh, Two-touchdown special goes to, Jesus, fuck, Justin <laughs> Fields on the ground against Denver. Really? Really? I, I saw yours in there. I almost changed it. I had two other options. Don't put me on the spot. I don't even remember who they are now. Um, I hate you. I was like, no, I'm going to start a fight with Joe tonight. I hate you. <laughs> Brock Purdy is a top five <laughs> quarterback. At least you understand, week. Ryan, how much we need the back and forth to keep this show entertaining. Exactly. <laughs> I can make back and forth about anything. Okay. I can make I back and forth can. about anything. But it's more fun need, when it's organic. <laughs> he didn't need that's not organic. He he specifically attacked me. I did. Specifically. Okay. Called him out by name in the show sheet. <laughs> Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback this week against Arizona. 
struggled a little bit against New York, at least in the first half. Second half started to come on. Obviously, a short week. They don't have a lot of time to prepare for the uh, rejuvenated Arizona Cardinals. The lead, Joshua Dobbs. Rondale Moore, what a scrappy, put-together team this is. Top five quarterback. Their defense hasn't been amazing, but they've been solid. So Brock Purdy goes into this week. It is at home. They had a longer week to prepare uh, than Arizona has. Arizona obviously coming off a big high, defeating Dallas. You think Brock Purdy takes advantage of that? Yeah, I think Arizona looks better than they are. Um, they were a punching bag for the first three weeks for fantasy analysts or football analysts, and we all kind of look silly. But I think we also need to take a step back and see who they played. Sam Howell and Washington, all three of us texted each other during that game and said Sam Howell does not look like a good quarterback. The Giants have not looked like a good football team. And Dallas is play calling on top of everything else about them. Suspect. Arizona hasn't played or beaten a good team. San Francisco is a great team. They're going to beat the shit out of Arizona. Arizona, even in their good play this season, is giving up the eighth most points to quarterbacks. I think it's just going to be a wake-up call. Purdy has scored two touchdowns in two of three games this season. He's went for 200 yards in every game, all three games this season. We know his season record, 8-0, all of that stuff. I think this is a game where we're going to see him pop. He seems like a very average quarterback, a Kirk Cousins-esque quarterback for fantasy and for football in general. But I think this is going to be a pop week. I think they want to pop Arizona in the mouth coming off the high that they're in right now. So I won't be surprised 250 and three touchdowns out of Brock Purdy this week. Uh, Very, very reasonable at this point. So, uh, Josh, you're one and two last week, three and six on the year. Big old Russ unlimited top eight <laughs> at Chicago. If, if not now, when, right. And that'll, that'll be a theme. Yeah. That'll I was going to say, is that the show theme? <laughs> if not now, when right? there, there's actually some good stats to back this up though. Yeah, like, Chicago sucks. That's no, it, the stat. It, it goes a little bit more than that, Joe. It does go a little bit more. Well, my stat for Justin Fields is Denver sucks. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> That's my stat. Uh, the Chiefs defense top five against New York. I kept them after picking them up last week, so I hope so as well. Uh, Quentin Johnston, that's the wrong wide receiver, top 24 against okay. the Vegas Raiders. So uh, explain to me, Quentin Johnston, because very clearly – it's Joshua Palmer, like I've been saying for fucking eternity. So I'm not discounting Joshua Palmer because I do Dude, think that not. Palmer's going to be just fine. He was getting plenty of run as the third wide receiver behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But what I do know is what everybody has been saying from this team is that Quentin Johnston is basically going to step right into the Mike Williams role. It's not Joshua Palmer taking a step up. It's Joshua Palmer staying where he's at and then Quentin Johnston taking the Mike Williams spot. So that's automatically going to see an increase in snaps and in routes run. Justin Herbert still likes throwing to Keenan Allen. He still likes throwing to Joshua Palmer. He's going to realize that Quentin Johnston can do all of the same things that Mike Williams can do except stay healthy after the fact. Yeah. So it's just, to me, it's just a natural progression. There's a reason that they drafted him in the first round because they knew that Mike Williams was getting up there in age. 
that he has an out in his contract after this year. And they still need that big, fast, wide receiver that can make big plays down the field. And now you get a Las Vegas Raiders defense that allows the 13th most fantasy points to wide receivers through three weeks. But here's the more interesting stat. The Chargers allow the most fantasy points to wide receivers. Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers are on the other side. If those two are blowing up and lighting up that Chargers secondary, they're not going to be running the football all that much for the Chargers offense. What do you mean? They ran the ball on fourth and short on their own 24 for the game. Yeah, well. After Josh Kelly was 12 rushes for 11 yards. What do you mean? Well, they're supposed to get Austin Eckler back this week, too. So there's that. Josh Kelly. The emotional roller coaster of that set of play calls. I needed one more score to hit the over in that game for for the bets I made last week. When they went for that and missed it, I was like, thank you, you fucking idiot. And then Kirk Cousins still ruins it. Sorry, Josh. Kirk, oh. And that's basically where I'm at. You get Austin Eckler back this week, he's going to do what he does. But when Austin Eckler was going in week one, it was Josh Palmer that took the big step back more so than anybody else. Mike Williams just had a tougher matchup in week one. So I'm thinking that this is just going to, again, it's it's just a stepping stone. And this is the coming out party for Quentin Johnston that every rookie seemingly has, because this is the matchup to do it because the Raiders absolutely suck. And this is Josh, just to summarize what you said, this is why they drafted him. The second they drafted him, we probably said it on our draft show. It's, this is for when Mike Williams gets hurt. <laughs> like we knew it was happening. It was when, not if. It's an unfortunate injury. Like, you know, you figure that might be like a back issue or, you know, that leg of some kind, but blowing out a knee like that in week three, like those aren't things Awful. that you, you truly plan for. Like, no, because you like, tear you know, one ACL and it's like, oh, that guy's toast. Well, we always joked about with Mike Williams, he hurts himself making insane catches. Yeah, That's and again, and he's had the back issues in the past numerous seasons. He's had concussions. He's had, you know, hamstring, groin issues, etc. Those are the recurring injuries that we feel like would probably ultimately pop up this year, not blowing out your knee. Yeah, it's rough. So all I'm hearing is Quentin Johnson fills the Mike Williams role, which is the disappointment in good matchups role. I mean, we That's, all know Keenan Allen's eating. Uh, of course, <laughs> Keenan Allen, the, I didn't realize he had 20 Of course, targets. you're the pessimist of the group, Joe. Keenan Allen, 18 receptions for. So I just, I just want to ask, right? Because I feel Tyree Kill's week one blow up was everywhere. It was yeah. everywhere. Keenan Allen's getting a, no pub. Has anyone None. said a fucking peep about Keenan Allen? 251 receiving yards. Since like he catches? came back from injury last season, this he is, is the overall wide receiver one in because he's the best fucking. Fantasy wide yeah. receiver. Yeah. It truly Ages, is criminal how low he was going in drafts Ages prior and, uh, to this season. Aegis and Dynasty football are looking real silly right about now. <laughs> I, I told you that. That's I why could, Ryan's Dynasty teams are cooking. <laughs> dude, I told you in my strategy, in my strategy that I that I employ, I could get Keenan Allen as my wide receiver one. It worked. Yeah. Oh, Joe, this, that's been me and your what? draft strategy for ages at this point. Fourth round, Keenan Allen. Keenan just Allen. Just that pick there. So. Like, what? You, really? You're just going to leave him there? 200. He had overall 300 yards, passing touchdown, receiving touchdown. Yeah. Okay. 
scored 52 points for me in my league. Real quick, I do want to chime in on Russ before we head into your upsides, show. Fine. Russell Wilson has back-to-back 300-yard games, and I don't think anybody fucking knows that. I didn't. Well, okay. when you're down by 70, you kind of need to throw to stay in the game. Okay, well, and that's fair for last week. He was QB3 in week two yep. against a bad team. Chicago, again, we know how bad that defense is. They've also played Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, and Patrick Mahomes, and and Blaine Gabbert. All three of those uh, games, they've allowed more than 250 passing yards. I think Sean Payton leaving Russell Wilson out in the fourth quarter of that blowout, there was a message to be sent, and Russ is going to look at this game as, all right, this is my time. This is an easy top eight finish for me. I want to throw out, I think leaving Tua out there was a terrible fucking mistake based on his injury history. Cause that guy's one hit away from a career ender and you left him out way too long in that game. What do you mean? Mike McDaniel's a genius. Comes from the Kyle Shanahan school of coaching. He is an offensive genius. I'll give him that. Yes, I would. I would give him that as well. Uh, and your bonus upside is Kyle Pitt scores a touchdown this week against Jacksonville. He'll feel uh, at home. He has scored London, one third of his career touchdowns across the pond. You're damn this right. Is, this is where Pitt's magic happens. <laughs> hey, I I heard rumors that I heard rumors that this guy is going to get traded to. Uh, God, I, for, I forget the team, but I've heard I've heard rumors being thrown out that Kyle oh, Pitts is on the block. All Twitter once is Kyle Pitts traded. Yep, because then everybody, because then the Kyle Pitts people can sell really high. Yeah, that's uh, that's what it is. It's all the Kyle Pitts owners and Dynasty yeah. trying to get that sell high window. We see your questions, guys. I'm going to get through my upsides, then we get right to them. Uh, I have Adam Thielen top 20 against Minnesota. Love that. Light him up, baby. Light him the fuck up. I need Andy Dalton to play, first off. But light light him up, baby. Looking like young, by the way. I don't care. It it doesn't matter. If Dalton played, it was just going to be better for him. I still think Bryce Young will be fine with him. But you're telling me he's not going to rip up that Viking secondary? Thielen is a top 12 fantasy wide receiver. Yeah. That's sinking. And you got him in like the 11th round. Oh, if he got drafted, it's yeah. incredible. So, yeah, uh, I've tanked Dell top. I thought I put 24, but top 25 against Pittsburgh. Uh, efficient Pittsburgh secondary's garbage. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it yeah, there. Yeah, but Houston has once again only one starting offensive lineman this week against that pretty damn stout defensive front of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, so. I, I hate to say it. The Texans haven't looked half bad. CJ Stroud has, again, Bryce Young's been injured. Anthony Richardson's been out a couple weeks. He's been the best rookie quarterback so far. Looks good. Looks yeah. good. Apparently hasn't thrown an interception, which he should have thrown three in week one. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> I forgot. Coulda, woulda, coulda, Joe. Was he your prediction for? <laughs> if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. So he should have thrown some interceptions, but he has been off to a good start. I'll give him that. Justin fucking Fields better finish inside the top 10, if not top three. At this fucking point. Are you, know you serious? That? Two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, two rushing touchdowns. You know what else will help that? Literally throwing more than nine times before halftime and having four rushes. Yeah. What are we doing? Like, what is happening? Now, granted, fuck you, DJ Moore, for dropping a 40-yard dimer down the sideline. Okay? Chase Claypool, kick rocks. You can go fuck yourself. Okay? DJ Moore, you should catch that ball. Chase Claypool should not even be in the league. Notre Dame skill players suck. Justin Fields, you need to you need to figure it out. Chicago, if you can't win this week, 
front office should be fired. Entire coaching staff should be fired. They just need to hit the reset button hard. Getty has to go for sure. You you have to. You there's no way you can do because very clearly Justin Fields has talent. He needs a lot of coaching for that talent to work, right? He is not a very good passer at the moment, but he's clearly shown skills and things to that can get him to that point. Zach Wilson has shown no skills. Zach Wilson is a lost cause. He has shown no good throws. Okay. He can't read a defense. Fields can't read it either, but Fields has thrown, has thrown the ball well. Yeah. He just needs a good coach. You need to fire your quarterback's coach, your head coach, whomever he's working with. You need to fire them if you cannot win this week or if he does not look good. I agree with that. This is the easiest defense you've seen all season. You should blow them out at home. You really should. You should destroy this team at home. Denver put on... They 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 gave up the most points in NFL history. Miami should have set the fucking record. But they gave up the most points in NFL history since 1960. That's an embarrassing loss. You should just kind of karma for Sean Payton calling Hackett's coaching job last year the most pitiful yeah. thing he's ever seen. Yeah, Matt Matt called that out in the chat. <laughs> it's fun. It's funny. It's almost like we mentioned when Sean Payton was suspended for that one game his last time in Seattle. Uh, in his and oh, I'm sorry, not in Seattle, in New Orleans, in his assistants took over for that game. And that was the best game they played. More disciplined, yes, more efficient, more disciplined. Best game they had all season. It's almost like. Sean Payton isn't a good head coach. Just saying. He did well with is that. Is Garrett Wilson a buy low candidate in his current state? I'm going to just say no. Ryan says no. Josh, I'm going to say you probably agree. The assumption here is this is redraft. Yeah. I was yeah, going to yeah, say, okay. yeah, if it's Dynasty, then sure, I'd buy the... It, I'd, oh, Dynasty, Wilson, yeah. yes. They're going to go uh, get another quarterback. They have to. So. Yeah, I mean, I... Garrett Wilson, basically what you're hoping for each week is like those surprise, like, 68-yard touchdown passes in the first 15 scripted plays of the game. Yeah, one I almost had another one last yards. week. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're dialing them up. They're there, but it's just there's no consistency after that first or second drive because Zach Wilson just processes too slow. That Jets offensive line is terrible, and they they just can't get anything working on offense. They signed yeah. Trevor Simeon this week. Do not be surprised if Zach Wilson gets benched this week. The Jets. If, if Simeon becomes the starter, I am more inclined for Garrett Wilson because we have seen Simeon. Well, but that's the thing, though, right? If you're buying low now it, with the anticipation that Zach Wilson does, in fact, get benched in the next couple games, go for it. I think because it's anything it. right now is better than Zach Wilson. Oh, but yeah. if you think that Robert Sala is basically just going to ride this ship out when everybody in the locker room is seemingly against it and frustrated by the fact that he's standing with Zach Wilson. I mean, it, it just, to me, this is a disaster all told, but the buy low price would have to be a true buy low for me. Yeah, I was going to say that's an issue we've been running into a lot where people talk about buy lows. We do, we talked about this a lot on the Monday show, not this past Monday, obviously, but where you, you say it's a buy low and then the offer is like a reasonably priced offer. I'm like, that's not low. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no, it exactly. needs to be a buy low. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out Christian Gonzalez for a really good yeah. week against Garrett Wilson. It's looking like a good draft pick. Uh, Matt, in the words of uh, 
why uh, David Rose? Eat you should have saved this one for my downsides, Joe. Nope. Eat glass. Uh, sit one. <laughs> Ick boing. Sit one. Alvin Kamara, Saquon, Kieran Williams, DeAndre Swift, and a full PPR. Is Saquon planning to play? I was going to say, might... Joe's going to say Kamara, but it needs to be Saquon right now. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, is Saquon playing? My guess is no. Yeah, I would say it. it Plus, you have gonna... to wait till what Monday night, I think, right? Seattle Giants is Monday night or are they the Sunday night? One of the two. They are Regardless, Monday you night. Wait. Yeah, you can't yeah. wait. You got to start the other three. Unless, unless you know for a fact Saquon Barkley is playing on Saturday, like he full practice Saturday. He was limited Friday. He's good to go. You're sitting, you're sitting Barkley, right? This question pretty much answers itself. If he's healthy. Yeah. Fuck Alvin Kamara, Josh. Yeah. I'm sitting Alvin Kamara, but again, this will answer itself. This will answer itself. Most likely. Yes. But yeah, I'm sitting Kamara hundred percent. Yeah. My assumption is you could probably, my assumption is you could probably drop Saquon in your flex. I don't know who's out there that you might be able to play. Um, Darius Slayton could be a fun Monday night play in that same game where you can pivot off of Barkley into Slayton. Hey, hey time out. Every Giants receiver is available. So you could literally pivot to any of them. Yeah. Seattle gives up a lot of points to wide receivers. So you could Adam throw Barkley in your flex and have Slayton on your bench if you have the bench spot. And then you can pivot without having to start Kamara. I actually like Kamara this week, though. Not bad. Uh, he also asked Purdy, Lawrence, or Love. We know Ryan's answer is Brock Purdy. Actually, uh, my answer is Jordan Love. Jordan Love is going to be my stream of the week. Spoiler really? alert. I think he is going to have a fantastic game tomorrow. Love Brock Purdy. Love Jordan Love a little bit better. Just one spot ahead. They literally are Purdy Love in my rankings. This week. Okay, Josh? I think I would go Brock Purdy just for the matchup purposes. I, Thursday games are just too wonky. And, like and that's I said, fair. A lot of, a lot of Love's targets about. have been off. He's supposed to get Christian Watson back. This might be the first week that he has the full arsenal available. Watson, Dobbs, Jaden Reed, uh, Aaron Jones back there. And I, and again, everything's already off target. Now he's working with weapons that he hasn't worked with yet this season. And ones he hasn't seen in three weeks. I would just much rather play it safe with Brock Purdy because he's going to ball out this week. I'm wrong anyway. Purdy was ahead. Purdy wasn't available for stream of the week. He was too rostered. So it is Purdy. Yes. Yeah, I'll I'll probably go Purdy. I'm starting Jordan Love because I have Anthony Richardson and he's questionable. I'm not confident in just Gardner Minshew being there. So, uh, yeah, I I don't I don't mind Love, but I I would say Purdy. I, I am worried about the short week and the no offensive line. Detroit's pass rushes look very good so far this year. From Isaac, um, thanks, man. Hope you're doing well too. What do you think? Trade Tank Dell for Roshan Johnson, Ryan. Tank Dell is like the wide receiver 13 right now. I am normally horde running backs guy. I think I keep Tank Dell in this situation. I don't know. That is a very good trade. I love both of those guys. I like what I'm seeing a lot out of Tank Dell. It would be hard for me to move Tank Dell. Uh, all sides of this, uh, should he steer clear from the Bears offense? He already has Khalil Herbert as well. So it's almost insurance with Roshan Johnson. Uh, I would keep Tank Dell. I have Tank Dell and Roshan Johnson on the same team, so I don't have this issue. But I honestly, if so, I was re- so fuck you, Isaac. <laughs> no, but Isaac, if if I had both of them on my team, if I was willing to get rid of one, I would get rid of Roshan Johnson. Like I've contemplated dropping him for a couple guys on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, don't stay away from the Bears' offense. They can tell you otherwise. 
just to piss Joe off even more to speak this into existence. If Fields doesn't pop this week, I think Roshan does. <laughs> so. No, I, very fair. 100% yeah. very fair. R- Roshan's the guy who's the underneath guy when they're in passing exactly. downs. Like, yep. He's the guy. I'm all for trying to get Roshan. I think giving up Tank Dell to get him is too high of a price. Yeah. Yeah, Tank Dell's been great. You're betting on Roshan being really good in the future. For as good as Nico Collins has been, Tank Dell is going to finish as the best Texans pass catcher in this offense. 100%. Right now, Robert Woods is getting targets he doesn't deserve, and those are going to disperse out to Nico and Tank Dell. I was going to say, Robert Woods is playing well. The rejuvenation of of Bobby Trees for a little bit is here. Uh, And last one before we get into our downsides here, currently starting 0-3. What's up, Elixirs? I feel you. I'm 0-3 in one league as well. Absolutely hate it. Most points scored against me. It's terrible. Starting Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields. Uh, he has DJ Moore, Puka Nakua, Christian Watson, Sky Moore. It's a standard. So, Kirk Cousins, Minnesota, plays a team this week. They are in Carolina. Yeah. And the Bears, aforementioned, are at home against Denver. It's a standard. I think you have to go Fields. Oh, I... No way I'm benching Cousins. Why on earth are you benching Kirk Cousins right now? Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck matter with you? You ride with Kirk Cousins, fantasy? baby. Yeah. I don't know. No. Two. There's only like three quarterbacks right now I would start over Kirk Cousins, and even those three are questionable at this point. Yeah, Cousins, Cousins, is, Cousins is one in six-point leagues and two in four-point leagues. <laughs> Listen, elixirs. Elixirs. Die at the hands of Justin Fields. Okay? Die. <laughs> Literally. Oh, die four. at the hands of oh, and for his death. He wanted us to pick receivers too, Joe. Oh, we, oh, yeah. pick to oh, my bad. Sorry. Right. Um, I'm going Puka and Watson, not even close for me, Josh. Puka definitely. Uh, Moore's gonna get the Patrick Sertan treatment because they literally have nobody else, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's why, and I don't like Christian Watson coming back from an injury on in a short week. And Sky Moore, I don't trust Sky Moore. It, it's Puka and, and Watson for me. It's got to be I don't Puka really and trust Christian Watson, Watson, but I think Rishi Rice is the guy that you want in Kansas City amongst the receivers right now. What school did he go to? What school did he go SMU, to? SMU baby, SMU baby, wide receiver you, wide receiver you, Cortland Sutton, about fucking time. Yeah. Oh, we love it. Okay, downsides. Ryan goose egged with me last Oops. week. High five. Yeah. We suck. I would just like to say that I have the best or tied for the best record in both these categories through three weeks. So, because that ain't, that's not going to, I just want to say that when y'all were busting my balls last week about upside, I told you I was one good week away and all of a sudden I'm tied with Joe. (laughs) Yeah. I've kind of been, I I said to myself this week, I was like, I was like, you know what, Joe, you've, you've kind of, you've, you've, you look bad. All right. Just give some safe picks. And as I'm going through it, I'm like, nah, fuck it. Whatever. I don't care at this point. This, These are fictitious records. Who cares? Um, Ryan, you have Evan Ingram outscores all Jacksonville wide receivers in London against Atlanta. All Jets running backs outside the top 30 yet again against Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, nothing in that offense is working. Literally it's so nothing. Bad. It's so, so bad. bad. And the no touchdown special goes to Mark Andrews against Cleveland, whose defense has looked pretty, pretty solid so far. Oh, beyond. So I have been doing our DFS matchup report for three years now, and I have never seen this. Cleveland has given up the second fewest points to quarterbacks, the fewest to running backs, the fewest to wide receivers, and the fewest to tight ends. They are bottom two to every fantasy position. 
And I saw something today about their yardage. They are on pace with historic defenses this season. It's incredible what they're doing. Grant Delpit at safety has been fantastic. And Miles Garrett is a force. Like, it's ridiculous. He's defensive player of the year. Yeah. Now, you could end the award. Sorry, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Miles Garrett's been out of his mind. So, yeah, just be by with uh, Mark Andrews. I'll I'll throw out one more quick thing. They've only allowed seven catches for 26 yards to tight ends this season and no touchdowns. Andrews, I straight up, if I have Mark Andrews, I I have him in two leagues. I am not playing him this week. I am not betting against the Cleveland defense. In three weeks, the Cleveland Browns have not allowed double-digit points cumulatively. To the tight end position. Yeah. How about that? 9.6. Well, and keep in mind, too, we also talked about this after week one with Zay Flowers being the target hog against the Texans. That has continued even yeah, with five targets back. for Andrews last week. Cause, yeah. Cause he's fucking Zay open. Flowers is still the number one guy in that offense. Mark Andrews has officially taken a backseat through three weeks. Zay yep. Flowers. So, yes, dog. I am officially benching Mark Andrews for my stream of the week tight end in a league. Okay. Uh, Josh, you have. Uh, AK-47, Alvin Kamara, first game back from suspension outside the top 25 against Tampa Bay. Notoriously a very good run defense. Tua Tugavailoa, under 250 passing yards in Buffalo and Dallas Goddard under seven fantasy points. Uh, I mean, obviously the big fish here is Tua. 300 yards, four touchdowns last week. Historic records in terms of offense overall, even though a lot of it was produced on the ground by Devon. How can you just change your last name? Like, like, can I now, can I pronounce my last name differently? (laughs) Did your, so it's been a chain your whole life. And they're like, no, I wanted a Chan. Why? I so stupid. Devon, a Chan or a Chan, excuse me, produced a lot of that on the ground. Raheem Mostert, same thing. Tua has looked good in two of his games, but very clearly, Bill Belichick has showed you the way to slow down the Miami Dolphins offense, but nobody wants to do it. Fun fact, Tua in Miami Dolphins have scored 19 points per game against the Patriots. Maybe you should look at what the Patriots are doing to stop the Dolphins and write it down. Yeah, but nobody schemes a defense like Bill Belichick, so it really doesn't matter what they do versus what other teams can do. No, I know. This one's pretty simple for me. Outside of his rookie season when he threw for 368 yards against the Buffalo Bills, Tua has never topped 234 passing yards against the Bills. Over he his last four, them. over his last four games against the Bills, one of those he did leave early. Um, only three touchdown passes. The, he like every team kind of has or every player seems to have like their one team that is their kryptonite. Like for Peyton Manning, it was the Patriots. For Tua. It's the Bills. He yeah. just has not, like, they've, they've won games against the Bills, but he's never performed to that, like, that level where we've seen him be really good. And this Dolphins offense, they produce at a very heavy clip very early. I think they're averaging over 10 yards a play this season. Like, it's it's insane how efficient this offense is. But it's just, like, I, and I get the Buffalo hasn't played the best quarterback so far this year. Like they played Zach Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Howell, but through three games they are allowing the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. 
and they're causing a lot of turnovers too. Yeah. So this is a defense right now that is getting after their offense. There was the offenses that they're playing. They're going to bring the heat. Miami's offensive line for as well as they have played. They're only okay. Structurally speaking, it's just Tua gets rid of the ball so quickly. The bills have a pass rush that Miami has yet to face this year. So I'm, I'm going to go with the under 250 here because I just, I think this is going to be a defensive struggle. It always seems to be the first game against these two teams in the season is the defensive struggle. And then that's when the offenses start to click. So. I love it. I love seeing Miami be bad. It's awesome. It's fantastic. <laughs> Miami is for the record. Miami is not a Super Bowl contender. Let's just, let's get that out of the fucking way right now. Oh. Nope. I don't think you can deny that offense like that. I'm not denying the offense. Talk to me about the defense. Yeah, that's fair. They haven't run into a good offense and a good, they haven't run into a full team. When they run into a full team in the playoffs, they're going to lose. That they're going to run into full teams this year. I mean, they have Philly on the schedule this year. They're, like, they're going to play good offenses. Their offense can be slowed week. down. All you need to do is slow down the offense. You don't. You can't. Well, stop it's, them. it's it. Think of think of the Phoenix Suns back when they were the seven seconds or less offense. Right when you play these bigger body defensive teams, it wears you out when you're going so fast. If they run into a team that can control the clock and beat you physically, that's what's going to stop Miami. Guys, the Patriots were within a touchdown of them. Do you know how fucking bad we are? There are teams that will contend with them. And I, I don't know who they play in the first round, so I won't call them a first-round bounce because I'm sure they, at this point, will probably win the division unless Buffalo decides to go on a run and keep it up. But I think they win the division at this point, so it'll probably be high. I think they're a second-round bounce. I really don't think Miami is going to make it into the AFC Championship. And if they do, they're getting curb stomped by Kansas City, so it doesn't matter. Uh, my picks... Derrick Henry outside the top 12 against Cincinnati. Is this the downfall of, of Derrick Henry at this point there? I mean, the offense in general just has looked awful overall. It just looked terrible, but Henry getting up there in age, Jameer Gibbs outside the top 15 against green Bay short week. Apparently David Montgomery's questionable. Who knows if he plays, but on a short week, Josh, you said it in the pre-show. He's just going to be Deandre Swift for the next four years. And then he'll move on and actually be used correctly. CD Lamb outside the top 10 against the Patriots. They're going to take away your best option. It's between Tony Pollard and CD Lamb. And to me, it's not even close. It should be CD Lamb. But unless Belichick sees that they've been heavy with Tony Pollard, that they're going to try and shut him down, I think it's going to be Gonzalez on CD Lamb with some help over the top. Tyreek Hill did not have a great day against the Patriots defense. I think it's going to be the same thing for. CD Lamb. These top receivers have not had good days against well, the Patriots defense. We've said it for, really well. we've said yeah. it for ages. They stop your the best top weapon. option, and that's yes. Lamb. I mean, Pollard is Pollard, but that's the running game. They take they they scheme to take away your best passing option. They've done it for years. It's not a hard choice on who you're going to stop. Not to mention, it's a Brandon Cooks revenge game. <laughs> <laughs> The Brandon Cooks have seven revenge games every single year. Every, every season or every, every season. game of the season. I mean, his dumb ass is going to see Miles Bryant, so probably it is a revenge game for him. Oh, God. Yep, CeeDee Lamb outside of it. All right, lots of questions. Here we go. Let's fly through them. 
God offered Ramondre and Elijah Moore for Jordan Addison and uh, Damian Pierce, Ryan, PPR. I'm hoping for the Ramondre back, uh, bounce back, so give me the Ramondre side of this trade. Josh. To me, this is, do you like Ramondre Stevenson or Jordan Addison more? I'm still going to lean the running back, so give me Ramondre. I am not very hopeful. About I was just, I cannot line. believe it is taking you this long to answer this question, Joe. So here's my issue. The usage with Ramondre and Zeke is concerning because it's series, series. It's not, let me sprinkle him in here. Let me give Ramondre. It needs to be, let me give Ramondre a breather, not exactly. let me give him That's 17 plays off. It needs, it, Zeke needs to come in and give him a breather or on very obvious passing downs, Get Zeke in there behind and put Ramondre in the fucking slot because he's the second best receiver you have on that team behind Kendrick Bourne. You need to get him out there in every single play. It's not that way, and that's concerning. The offensive line, it's like they're playing with their eyes closed. I have no idea what they're doing. That really concerns me. I'm going to go Jordan Addison because Minnesota is going to play from behind every single game. And I think Damian Pierce has a better chance of of having better games than Ramondre. Ramondre's schedule is also tough, but I thought his offensive line would be more stable. And the Zeke, the Zeke is a problem for his usage. It's a real problem. I would stick with Addison and Pierce. I'm. It's to me, it's very even. It's very even. So whatever you like better from Ramondre or Addison, Ryan and Josh are correct. I would just lean more Addison. I'm very worried about how they're using Ramondre right now. I really hope it changes. I mean, you can definitely make a case that Damian Pierce is going to get better once that offensive line gets healthier. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to, to know when, you know, justify that because he's only averaging like less than 35 rushing yards a game right now. Yeah. It's terrible. Terrible. Pick one in a standard Drake London in London himself or Marquise Brown against San Francisco. Ryan. I'm not playing Drake London. I, I don't love Marquise, but I'm not playing Drake London. Give me Hollywood. Josh. Uh, yeah, give me Hollywood. Matchup-wise, Hollywood Brown has actually a very good matchup against San Francisco's secondary. So Marquise Brown, he probably won't get the ball as much just because Josh Dobbs is going to have zero time to throw the football. But Drake London is, no, do not start Drake London. A uh, one-two squad, 12-man full PPR. He's got Hurts, Brees Hall, Kamara, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Sun God, Laporta, Olave, Hollywood Brown, uh, his bench. Uh, feel like the squad is about to roll. Oh, he's, oh, he's basically just, he's he's hyping himself up here. I love it. Well, and he's uh, got the follow-up question, trying to get Christian Watson from an 0-3 team for Hollywood. I mean, if you can trade Hollywood and Drake London for Christian Watson, I'd do it. Yeah. If you can do Hollywood straight up for Christian Watson, go ahead. But if you need to throw Drake London in, yeah. Not, not, you're not going to confidently play Drake London at any point this season. No, you'll confidently play Christian Watson in certain matchups this year. Yeah. And if he gets hot again, you're going to play him. So, And despite your running backs being atrocious, um, which... Granted, you didn't know Brees Hall was going to be behind a shit offensive line with Zach Wilson, a quarterback, so that's not your fault. But your receivers are loaded. You're benching Jordan Addison. That's a good thing. If yeah. when, when Jordan yeah. Addison's on your bench, that's a good thing. So He has a couple of uh, running backs that could eventually step up towards the middle of the season. So if he can win two or three more games now, he's going to be in a better spot after week six. 
Very much agree. Yeah, Flex I Harmon. almost would rather take some of those wide receivers though and trade for some running back. A running back. Versus, yeah. yeah. Versus yep. a good a good RB two. Yeah. You really gotta hope Alvin Kamara goes back to 2019. Alvin Kamara. I don't even know if it has to be mutually exclusive. You take Brown and London and go get Watson, and then you take Brees and another running back or in another wide receiver and go get a running back. Yeah, that's fair. Flex one, Alvin Kamara, uh, Jalen Warren, Tank Dell, DJ Moore, I assume Miles Sanders and Jerry Judy. Ryan. Hard to bench Tank Dell right now. I know it could be a rough game against Pittsburgh, but I'm not benching Tank Dell. I do like Jalen Warren this week, though. Josh. I think I'm gonna go Tank Dell. I think he's just been too he's been too busy. I don't I mean that's not a great matchup for Houston. Who do they got this week? I thought I remember Pittsburgh. it wasn't great for them. It's yeah, Pittsburgh. like I said, I I don't think he's they're gonna have much time to throw, but what works in Dell's favor is the yards after the catch. Like they'll use him in the short game and like he doesn't need the you know the five seven step drops for the play to materialize. It's just one step pump throw and let Dell kind of do his thing. And I think that they've done a really good job of scheming just to get him the football and let him do his thing. I'm going to take the big plays and I'm going to go with Tank Dell. Pittsburgh actually giving up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers right now. Yeah, because they suck. They're (laughs) terrible. Tank Dell. I do like Tank Dell uh, a lot this week. Start two from Matt. Full PPR. DJ Moore, Smith and Jigba, Drake London. Alvin Kamara. So Drake London is out of the question. So who are you benching between Kamara, JSN, and TJ Moore? That's a that's a rough look. How did DJ Moore questions today? I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm probably benching DJ Moore. And Drake, like, yeah. JSN why not bet Kamara. on the upside, like JSN and fucking Alvin Kamara? Because right you now, have to. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> I'm you have pro- to, right? I'm probably making a trade before Sunday before I run these guys out there. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. D- DJ Moore just has, I mean, he's going against arguably the best lockdown corner in the NFL. That's just a bad matchup. Like, you're probably starting DJ Moore most other weeks. He just has a shit matchup this week. Josh, I, I assume you're same thing, JSN Kamara, even though you have Kamara. You know, outside the top. No, of the those game. would be the two that I'm sitting. I'm starting DJ Moore and Drake London. All right, eat glass. Jason's okay. not even on the field, dude. I don't know. He's not on the field. <laughs> DJ why, Moore's why, on the field, but it doesn't feel like he is. Well, but that's the thing. I'd much rather take the chance on the guy that's on the field. And Kamara, know. to me, is he's just an auto sit. Like it, the last three games against Tampa, he's totaled 105 rushing yards because he's bad and has scored one touchdown. And has not topped over 15 receiving yards. This is not like Tampa is his kryptonite at this point in his career. Do you want to know why? Because he's bad. And Jameis is at quarterback too. I was about to say, with Jameis at quarterback, he's not throwing to running backs. He ain't thinking in Duncan. No way. Uh, Steven, should he start Judy? Slant boy. I imagine that's Michael Thomas or Hollywood in a full PPR format. You guys are coming correct with the questions this week. Normally I can answer fast. I don't yeah. know. Um, um Michael Thomas? I'm, I mean, I'm, get, I'm you, starting Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah I have gotta. Thomas pushing the top 30. It would be Thomas for me. With Jameis Winston as well, they're gonna throw, and Winston is familiar with Michael Thomas and Olave, so you gotta go him. This is a good one. 
Would you take Keenan Allen and Amari Cooper for Austin Eckler? You're presuming he drafted Eckler in the first round. So to, might be I meant to get follow up on this one in the chat. I can't answer this question without knowing the rest of the running backs because obviously I want Keenan Allen and Amari Cooper, specifically Keenan Allen. But, yeah, but, I could give two shits about Amari Cooper. I just want Keenan Allen. <laughs> yeah. But if it's gonna leave you in dire straits at running back, you can get wide receivers. You can't get running backs, plain and simple. So. Yep. Josh. I feel like you can manufacture wide receiver production more so than running back production. Yeah. But you can't manufacture 50-yard wide receiver. (laughs) 50-point wide receiver weeks. Like, fuck, man. I I think you got to hang on to Keenan Allen here and just play the streaming game. He has Eckler. Yeah, I think he's trading Eckler to get these two wide receivers. Oh, if that's the case, then I don't even care who I have a running back. Go get Keenan Allen. Keep in mind, whatever you've done the last two weeks, you've done without Eckler. So. Yeah, exactly. I, I would say, so if you draft like me and you went RBRB, go for Keenan Allen because you probably still have a solid running back. And if yeah. you're like me, you draft three running backs as well. But yeah, if if not, if you played hero RB with Eckler, because I imagine this was a top five draft pick, if not top six. That's normally where Eckler was going. I didn't see him fall any further than that. If you played hero RB, kind of hard to let him go. As we've seen, Josh Kelly is not good or efficient. So as they said, manufacturing running back production is a lot harder than receiver. So if you have a guy that can take over for Eckler, fine. Go get Allen and Amari Cooper. This is a very pro Keenan Allen show, extremely yes. pro Keenan Allen show, but also a pro Eckler show and running back show. I want to point out really quick, because we've seen a lot of new names in this chat. We appreciate each and every single one of you. If you guys could like the video, subscribe to our YouTube channel or Twitch channel. There's a lot of new Twitch people on here too. Yeah, greatly appreciate it as we continue to grow. We go live like five to seven days a week. So love you guys and gals. Yeah, very much. Barricade. Pick up Denver's defense against Chicago. I'm all for it. There's there's better options. I I just think it's funny because both of you are predicting a big Justin Fields game. I'm the one that's on the Russell Wilson Denver side. So, well, here's the thing. I I mean, they can both easily go off, but there's better options on the waiver wire, in my opinion. Like I, 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 so barricade, I have Denver's defense in a league. I Drop them and picked up Houston's defense because yeah. I don't feel confident in Denver's defense right now. So I will say quarterback and wide or defense. This was one of the ugliest streams of the week picks weeks because you have all these like weird teams that like maybe could pop, but you just don't know. It's it's a very strange week. Hey, um, real quick, did you had Farrell Brown last week? As Obviously, your, as I, stream of the week, I, right? Yeah, I mean, I was like, look, guys, it wasn't Hunter Henry. No, or Mike Kosicki. I was like, you know, this feels like a third tight end on the team type game. I think he's going to get called up from the practice squad. Pharaoh Brown, you've never heard of him. Two touchdowns. Easy. Well, for the record, he was called up in week one because they needed oh, okay. blocking on the <laughs> offensive line. So this was three weeks coming, Ryan. Oh, man. From Steven, he says the 49ers win the Super Bowl. It won't be close. Steven, I, I want to agree with you. who your head coach is. Kyle Shanahan sucks. Steven, I want to agree with you so badly, right? Because you're you're right. Every single thing says they should win. Your issue 
And if you're if you're a Niners fan, I don't know if you're a Niners fan. You might just be saying the Niners are going to win. Kyle Shanahan shits his pants. Yeah. In big moments, and it and you can't even deny it. You can't even deny it. Dan Quinn, same fucking thing. Shits his pants in big moments. It is. It's just a thing. Now it may be because they literally have that twenty-eight to three looming over their head. That could very well be it. But Kyle Shanahan has pooped himself. Oh, we've already seen it. Shanahan can't outcoach Andy Reid in the big moment, and it seems like right now they'd be facing the Eagles. They couldn't Sirianni. And that was the guy exactly. that said his team was like a flower gestating out of the ground. Like, <laughs> come on. We all made fun of Nick Sirianni about that shit, remember? How, what's he been doing since then? Pretty good. Yeah. Yep, so 49ers win the Super Bowl. Not going to happen. Trade Higgins for Lockett. No. No. <laughs> Josh? No. Okay, fantastic. Glad we're on the same page. Daniel, thank you. Uh, should I trade Josh Jacobs and Gabe Davis for CD Lamb? It's a full PPR, uh, and it's for rest of season, obviously. Ryan? Yes, I hate giving up running backs, but you're getting the best player in the trade. Ryan. All right, Josh. Sorry. I, I, I want CD Lamb. Again, you want the best player in the trade. Yeah. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Definitely, yeah. Go get CD Lamb. I'm same thing. I hate giving up running backs, but... It's Josh Jacobs for CD Lamb. Fuck Gabe Davis. Yeah, so. Gabe Davis is the guy who you're trading Gabe Davis to. The player he drops, go sign him out of spite because that's the better part of this deal. Gabe Davis is the for cash considerations or yeah, a player to be named 100%. later part of the trade. So yeah, go go get CD Lamb. Uh, George, should I sell high on Kenneth Walker? Worried about the snap share with Charboner, Ryan. I'm not. Uh, I saw an interesting story. They so the the play where they threw to Jake Bobo at the end of the game, they s- were trying to send Walker in to score another touchdown. Walker tried to send Charbonnet in to get that touchdown. Our left Charbonnet in, he did. So these running backs are playing a complimentary role. But the more important thing you need to take from that whole ridiculous story is they wanted Walker on the field. Seattle wants Walker on the field in matters that moments that matter. It's Kenneth Walker. I'm holding on to Kenneth Walker. And rightfully show, good for Kenneth Walker keeping Charbonnet on the field because he shit trucked that safety. Oh my God. Yeah. That was, whew. He ruined That him. was an angry run special right there. That was, yeah. He won angry one. He won angry he runs did. this week. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Uh, from Tingley, great name. Uh, wide receiver room Devonta Smith, Puka Nakua, Amari Cooper, Drake London, Zay Flowers, Tank Dell. Pretty good. Uh, I'd be in decent shape losing Devonta Smith to a trade for Travis Etienne. How about this? Would you would you trade Puka Nakua and maybe get a bigger name because you don't know how his usage is going to be with Cup coming back? Puka Nakua for a bigger name, Puka Nakua for Etienne, I wouldn't mind. Um, I think your better option is to take two of the guys at the bottom, London Flowers, Dell, combine two of them maybe even in this ETN trade, you want London gone. You just have, you're going to have to give up Zay Flowers or Tank Dell. So I would say London and one of those two, start with your ETN guy, you know he wants to trade, and then look for other running backs before I give Devonta Smith straight up for ETN. Devonta yeah. Smith for ETN is a perfectly fair trade for someone who needs a running back. Nothing wrong with the trade. You can do better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. I think out of these guys right now, Smith and Cooper and at, at least Puka now for one more week at minimum are like locked and loaded. You're not sitting any of these people. 
everyone else is kind of, you know, matchup based and Puka becomes that I think when Cooper cup comes back yeah. at least early on until we kind of see how that, how the target share is going to disperse between those two Smith for ETN on paper, fair trade. Don't mind it one bit, but I would much rather, I would feel safer keeping Devonta Smith and trying to work essentially what you said, Ryan, like do a, a flowers and Dell for ETN or maybe a different player or maybe even trading Puka straight up for ETN just because of the um, the uncertainty with him once Cooper Cup comes back. Yep. Uh, Christian Kirk or Chris Godwin in the flex? Kirk has the London game. Chris Godwin is in New Orleans. Ryan? Don't love, love either matchup, but I'm very much down on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me Chris Godwin. Josh? Yeah, I'll take Godwin too. He was I, Honestly, I thought he should have played a lot better against Philly on Monday night. Um, I was very intrigued by the idea of moving Bradbury into the slot. So it kind of felt like they were sort of shadowing Bradbury with Chris Godwin there. So it was interesting, but yeah, I'll, I'll take Godwin here. I'm just, I'm looking it up real quick. Cause I think Chris Godwin has consistently played very well against the saints. He's only had a couple games that have been, well, bad. and it's because Mike Evans typically sucks against Tampa because Marshawn Lattimore has his number. Yeah, he's eight for 63, six for 49, eight for 140 in a touchdown, a bad one, three for 41, but then six for 79, three for 47 in a touchdown. Like he consistently plays well against the Saints. So I, I'm fine with Chris Godwin this week. Trade Hopkins and Algier for Flowers, Ryan. These are all really good questions this week. Yeah, I'll make that trade. Nothing, nothing about that trade bothers me. Zay Flowers in a roster spot is better than Hopkins and Algier. Josh. Agreed. Give me the guy that is producing with his targets and that's a flowers right now. Yeah. Flowers. Uh, D's nuts. My name is Jeff. What's up, dude? Uh, should I drop Roshan for Jalen Warren acres Tutu, tank Dell or Quentin Johnston? I mean, all of them outside of cam acres pretty much. Well, tank Dell immediately. Yeah. Yes. Tank Dell immediately. Go get tank Dell drop Roshan. Daniel, who should I trade Higgins for? He already has Chase. So I think it's hard to trade really any of these Bengals wide receivers right now simply because Joe Burrow has just not looked himself with this calf injury at all. What I mean, was the trade he asked us about field. that we said no to? Uh, I'm looking it up. Uh, Higgins for Lockett. Lockett. Yeah, definitely. I, I would. At wide receiver, I think Higgins like a wide receiver too. Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't care if you have two guys from the same team at wide receiver. If you can't get a running back out of Higgins, if you can't package him to get Travis Kelsey, because I'm not trading for any other tight end or an upgrade at quarterback, there's no reason to trade. Yep, agreed. Uh, I know the answer to this question already, but do I trade uh, Devon Achan and DJ Moore for Miles Sanders? God, no. no. You no. trade De you trade Devon Achan for a fucking wide receiver one right now. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's or you package him to get Christian McCaffrey. Bro, bro you have Tyreek Hill in Devon Achan. Don't sit. Nah. Dra Draco, yeah, no, like sit. This you is are you. This pretty. is you being bothered by having two dolphins. Don't be. No, uh, God, yeah. no. Do not. Do not be at all. If you want to get DJ Moore off your team, <clears throat> fine. I mean, yes. you could. I get you it. could <laughs> you could try DJ Moore for Miles Sanders, and somebody might bite at that. In in all honesty, or get crazy DJ Moore and Stephon Diggs for Justin Jefferson. Like, go for a trade like that. Hell fucking yeah! But yeah, no, keep 
keep Devon HN. Yeah. Please. He was on waivers and I'm wa- waivers clear tonight for me and it's fab. So I'm hoping I get him. But yeah, keep Devon HN. I hope they you are... put 150% of your budget on him. <laughs> uh, no, I think I put 25. Not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm two and one in that league. I don't, I don't need HN. He's definitely a luxury for me. Uh, Right I'm, now he's RB six on the season. You need yeah. that RB. Kudos, kudos to the people I play with not available in a single waiver wire. So. That was the only league he was available in. I will yeah, say it was crazy. the only league he was available in for me. Uh, Steven says he has Henry Bijan, Kamara, Javante, Josh Allen's and Mark Andrews. He's one and two and a 12 man. Yeah. That's a just waited out. Your Henry's rough. Bijan hasn't got the fast start. We wanted. He's going to get there. You're going to be fine. But benchmark Andrews this week. <laughs> uh, Brock, he lost Nick Chubb, so he's looking for a running back. Trade Cup for ETN in a full PPR. He has Puka as well. So I'm this okay is that trade. I get something else back. Cup's worth more than ETN. Yeah, I, I honestly, think with the uncertainty, probably yeah, not because again, it's a hamstring. It's an older player. We, and we don't even know he's coming back next Allen. week. <laughs> exactly. We don't yeah. know that he's coming back next week. We don't know that he's coming back. In That's the next fair. Four weeks. Yeah. Make that. Trip. So I think that getting Travis Etienne, maybe in, in hindsight, it, it looks like a bad deal, but holding on to Cooper cup right now is not winning you games. Trading for ETN will win you games. Yep. Yeah. I, I would, I would say go, go get ETN. He's all that Jacksonville offense has also looked rough. I think they just they, they got to get into a groove or something like that. Well, and right but, now, ETN's the only player really on that team that you can feel comfortable starting, in my opinion. Because yeah. Ridley yeah. hasn't looked great since week one. Christian Kirk's been solid the last couple weeks, but you just know it's getting ready to come crashing down when they finally figure it out again with Ridley. Yep. Yeah, they just I, I think they just they need to get into a rhythm. That's all. They, they that team just needs to get into a rhythm. So yeah, go go get ETN. Last one. From Daniel Waller or Laporta this week? Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. (laughs) Sam Laporta, the the fucking dog as of late. My goodness, Sam Laporta having a great year. What is he, tight end two on the season right now? Sam Laporta says, fuck your rookie tight end bullshit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sam Laporta is what everyone wanted Kyle Pitts to be. Oh, my. (laughs) Such a good. Joe, go tweet that immediately. (laughs) Sam Laporte and Luke Luke Musgrave is starting to be better than Kyle Pitts now at this point yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Luke Musgrave, hey. Ryan, stream of the week. Go ahead. Week four streams of the week, all available on about 50% of ESPN leagues. Pretty decent last week. Tight end killed us, but we're going to go with a stack this week to get us back on track. Jordan Love, Luke Musgrave, both taking on Detroit. The Lions are giving up 17 points per game to quarterbacks, 19 points per game to tight ends. That's the most in the league. They did shut down Desmond Ritter last week, but Geno Smith and Patrick Mahomes each scored two touchdowns. Jordan Love hasn't scored fewer than two touchdowns in a game this season yet. And Luke Musgrave is the tight end 10 right now without catching a touchdown yet. However, Detroit has allowed 20 tight end catches in the last two games. Musgrave is going to score eight fantasy points on catches and yards alone. A touchdown is just the icing on the cake. I didn't love a lot of defenses this week, but we're going to take Seattle taking on the Giants. I like this better if Seattle were at home. However, the Giants do give up top five points to defense and special teams. They are allowing four sacks and almost two turnovers per game. Seattle's only had one good game this season. It was week two against Detroit, and this feels like a similar matchup. Those are the week four streams of the week. Full article tomorrow. Boom. 
I'm happy you said Musgrave because, well, I, actually, I there's a lot of, I have Jake Ferguson in a couple leagues. Obviously, terrible matchup against New England. Yeah. So I'm looking to get somebody. Sadly, Musgrave not available in any of those leagues. Um, but he is available. I was shocked. Um, I, 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 I massaged Jordan Love into the conversation. He was just over 50%. Musgrave is only like 33% rostered right now. He yeah, and I'm pissed. I'm pissed. In the leagues that I need him, he's fucking rostered. I'm pissed. Oh, and three. I need a fucking tight end. <laughs> I need Luke Musgrave. Just a reminder, those uh, streams of the week are Thursday night games, so you need to make those changes quick. Yes. Yep. Go get him. Go get him tonight. Literally get him yep. tonight. Uh, Josh and Ryan, you're both two and one in props. Jo- uh, Ryan, you have Mark Andrews under 15 and a half receiving yards as, as that's, mentioned. that's a gimme baby. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't like Mark Andrews. This he, hasn't, week. he hasn't hit that number yet. And the Browns haven't allowed that in three games. So. If you double what the Browns have allowed, they're just allowing <laughs> yeah, more exactly. than that. So uh, and Josh, you said Ryan Tannehill uh, under 195 and a half passing yards, noting that since he allows 220 passing yards per game, they've only allowed it twice in the season. Tannehill coming off 104 yard pass performance <laughs> against Cleveland. How about also since he looking pretty good against Matt Stafford in terms Way of yards, better than we thought they would. Yep. So Th- they this boils down to pressure, though. Th- this boils down to pressure. Like that's what how you're going to get Tannehill. Ray fucking yeah. Hendrickson. Cleveland, Cleveland got to Tannehill five times. Cincinnati got to Matt Stafford in week three, six times. Sam Tennessee's the offensive line is awful. This this feels like a gimme prop right now. I don't know if Ryan Tannehill's ever felt pressure because he fucking sucks and there's no expectations. <laughs> wow. Nice. Dude, sick burn. Sick burn. Uh I just I just want a quick pat on the back. Trade fucking Hendrickson, Joe. Come on yeah. now. You've been you've Come been on beating now. that drum for a long time. Hell yeah. And Sa- Sam Hubbard too had a great week last week. I think he tied. Oh, DJ for- Reader had a sack from the interior. Like they yeah, were- DJ everybody Hill. but everybody but Jermaine Pratt when the Rams give up the most points to linebackers, and I go out and grab Pratt in an IDP league. So. All right, last one. Daniel saying uh, Chase Higgins, Nico Collins, Ayuk, Godwin, and Watson. Any room? Any advice? He's zero and three. In a league. Yeah, I go back to what I was saying before. Go get a running back for him. You got to get a running back. You say, have wide receivers. Yeah. Um, because Ayuk, you've been going without Ayuk. Collins and Godwin and Watson make an excellent wide receiver three combo. So you have the wide receivers you need. You clearly need running back. I don't even know who your running backs are. You need running back. Yeah. Bengals D over over Cowboys? No. No. Especially, look, at, look at this. Look at this. You see this? You see this? No, no. <laughs> you see this? No. Trust me. Watch. I've watched how many fucking minutes? 180 minutes of New England Patriots football this year? No. Pain, <laughs> you want the Cowboys. Painstaking minutes. Dude, the group chat is just, it's like a three hour fucking bent session. I see better help commercials. I'm like, no, this is my better help right here. <laughs> this is my better help. Is screaming into my phone. God, oh, that's wonderful. Infuriating. Reach out. We could use the money. <laughs> God. Okay. Well, he hasn't had Aaron Jones the last couple weeks. His team's actually pretty fucking yeah. good. You're just, you're catching the short end of the stick. You're yeah. unfortunate, yeah. dude. It's just, you're unfortunate. You've had some bad injuries. Stay the course, right? Go, like, go trade T. Higgins and go get another running back. That's yeah. fine. I, I'm like, feeling it in my work league. I'm one and two. I literally had five players out last week. 
Anthony yeah, Richardson, Deontay Johnson, Aaron Jones. See if, like, see if your Travis Kelsey owner is stupid and not a Taylor Swift fan and try to trade Higgins in your tight end for Travis Kelsey. So. Listen, I love I love the whole Taylor Swift thing. Stop with the fucking fill the blank space. So, she has Awful. seven million songs. All I need to throw out, out of though, anything. Insane. 400% jersey sale increase for Travis Kelsey this week. That man, that man has dated into money. <laughs> like, kudos, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. But when he picked up, like, in the 24 hours after, or the 48 hours after the game, he added 250,000 I saw that Insta followers. Please tell me you guys saw Jesus. the picture of Jason and DeAndre Swift. And it says, oh, yeah. tell yes. me these two are banging. <laughs> yeah. Swift Kelsey. That's awesome. It's great. Uh, what are we doing with Brees at this point? Uh, crying. Trading it out. Yeah. And literally yelling. And trading, better the, help. trading the shit out of him after a good week because yes. the team is in trouble. It, there, there's no help coming. So Yeah, you, you pray for a pop week and yeah. get rid of him. Yep. Uh, and last one. And everyone, just for the, I see people come joining in. We do start at 7 p.m. Eastern, and I will be on Eastern Time Zone next week. Because I will be in Indianapolis now yeah. for the foreseeable future. So 7 p.m. Eastern. We just want to make sure because we normally keep these an hour, but we don't want to let any question go unanswered. So we stay if we need to to answer your questions. But we and all start. DMs, the show's DM, my open. DM, Josh's yep. DM. We're, we're always on Twitter. Get at us. Yep. Yeah. Uh, trade Josh Jacobs and Mike Evans for Jalen Hurts and Jalen Waddle. There's no uh, way that's right. Yes. <laughs> There's no way that's right. Very quickly. Get Hurts and Waddle. <laughs> Alex, immediately. Yeah, get off of YouTube and go finish that. Yeah. Well, hit subscribe before you leave. Hit subscribe, <laughs> close your browser. Holy shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like you're literally getting more rushing production than Josh Jacobs yeah. right now with Jalen Hurts. Plus he throws. And Jalen Waddle's better than Mike Evans. Like, oh my God, yeah. Dude, immediately. Yeah, 100% go do that. Uh, trade Stefan Diggs and James Conner for Tony Pollard and Zay Flowers. Likes it because he has Devontae Adams and Debo at wide receiver already, and he needs a running back. Okay. Yes. I like it. I'm yep. fine. I'm fine. I mean, we talk all the time about, you know, we always want the best player in the deal. I think you can let the dig side of it slide because Connor's been fantastic. He's one of the few running backs right now that I'm fine riding with until the wheels fall off because yeah. he's getting all the production. No, he's he's yeah. going for Tony Pollard and Zay Flowers. Yeah, that's I what I'm say, saying. Josh, I so you're saying keep the Diggs Connor side? Yeah, actually, yeah, that's what I would. Oh, yeah, I was like, doing. I was like, you're, Connor, you're yeah, yourself. you're 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 keeping the best player, which is Diggs. You still have good, solid RB production in Connor. To me, this is a bigger downgrade going from Pollard um, and Zay Flowers. Like that, that's yeah, no, give me yeah, keep Diggs and Connor. And I think Joe and I are on the other side. I think Pollard. I'm not. I'm not a Connor fan. I'm yeah. not a Connor fan. I to am a Connor the, fan. I just want Pollard. So to me, to me, the two. Th yeah, I, I. What you're doing is correct. What you're doing is correct, and your thought process is right. Noah, Devonte Adams, Stevenson, and Brees Hall for McCaffrey and Cooper. Go get McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian McCaffrey is a lock for 25. Stevenson points and Hall are a problem. Not the right kind of problem this season. McCaffrey is the right kind of problem this Mc season. No, he's the right answer. <laughs> yeah, to every problem. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, guys, I'm trying to keep it an hour, I promise. 
Oh, that's fine. I love doing this. Hey, everyone who is new, every Saturday we go live for an hour and I'll actually be guest hosting this week. Starts a different day, yeah. Saturday at 11. If you hit subscribe, you'll get a notification. So five new subs during the stream. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Please, if you yeah. just join, hit subscribe again. We go live 7 p.m. Eastern every single Wednesday. And as Ryan said, 11 a.m. Eastern for starts at different day on Saturdays for any starts at questions as well. So in case you were, missed this stream, we're there as well. It's normally myself, Faith, Josh sometimes pop in, but Ryan will have you this week. Gentlemen. Faith will be there too. Faith will be. Oh, she, yeah, she will be there. Yeah, Sorry. She'll be there. Um, lovely. Beautiful. All right. Uh, for Josh, Ryan, myself, you can follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is clubfantasyffl.com. Always remember defense wins championships, offense wins fantasy football. We will see you next week.